0: Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show. I'm Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job by investing in real estate so you never ever have to work a job again. And speaking of jobs, many of us have a job and you can invest in real estate with a full-time job. I'm gonna show you how I did it with other businesses and for kids and everything else and how you can do it as well. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, thank you so much for being with me on the show today. I really appreciate you coming and listening every single week. And today, I man, this is something that really hits home to me because when I was, I don't know, 22, 23, something like that, I realized that I hated working for other people. Not just that I hated it, it was just that it was horrible and (laughs) just joking. But I had a job and at the same time, I knew that I wanna do something else. I wanted to be, I don't know, basically a real estate investor. I wanna be successfully unemployed. I really enjoyed that term because I found a way to provide for myself and my family without working that dead end J-O-B. And I was thinking about you a couple days ago. And the fact that you're here with me week in and week out listening to the podcast, trying to better yourself, trying to invest in real estate. Now, most people What they do is they live for the weekend. They work that dead-end J-O-B. They get in loads of debt, buying things that they don't need to impress people that don't even matter to them. And they keep going on this hamster wheel or the rat race of life. But that's not you. And that's not me either. Now, the rest of the population, like 90% of the population live paycheck to paycheck and they're stuck in that dead-end J-O-B. But what struck me about you is that you are different, and honestly, different is good. Different is very good. We're not one of those sheep that actually just keep working day in and day out, just working an hour and then getting paid for that hour when we know there is a better way to do it, where we work for passive income, and honestly, people like us, we have three things in common. Number one, our potential in life is so much more than we possibly even know right now. Number two, we know we must take charge to reach our potential. And number three, we will not let anything stop us from achieving and even exceeding our potential. Now, most people would not give up the fun things in life, you know, partying on the weekends and all that sort of stuff. But giving up those fun things in life, I will tell you, those fun things in life are so much more fun, more exciting, more everything. From firsthand experience, Everything's much more fun when you are successfully unemployed yourself, where you don't have to worry about making your next rent or mortgage payment, where you are financially free to do whatever you want. And you do get there by investing in yourself and making a change. Now, it would be sad if you listen to this podcast over and over and over again, like every single week, but you don't make a change. I want to see you make a change in your life because that's what it took me. To be completely financially independent, to be successful and employed is we have to make a change. We're different, you and I. We are different than most people, and because of that, we will make it so much further than most anybody ever will. And to be completely honest, if you're not willing to invest in yourself, no one will invest in you either. Like If you're looking for people to help you invest in your properties with you, more than likely, if you're not investing in yourself they're not going to invest with you as well. And because you listen to this podcast week in and week out, and you probably need just a little leg up, you need a little more encouragement, you might need coaching, or you might need some sort of more type of training and all that sort of stuff. And you are investing yourself by listening to this podcast, I want to invest in you as well. So here's my investment, I want to give you $700 to start your real estate investing. I mean, seriously, no joke, I want to give you $700 to start your real estate investing. Now this $700 is my investment in you. And I only ask two things of you. Number one, that you commit to achieving your full potential by not giving up on yourself. Like don't give up when things get hard. When my first property manager started stealing from me, I literally could have given up, but I did not. I knew there was a way to do it. I knew other, plenty of other people had done it in the past. So I did not give up on myself. I invested in myself and I did not give up. Number two, the second thing I want you to promise me is that you would help and serve others to achieve their potential. Once you've already achieved yours and you're now successfully employed, I want you to give back. That's it. And what I wanna do for you is to coach you to become successful real estate investors. Now they say that a penny saved is a penny earned. Well, because you're a part of the Master Passive Income podcast, I literally wanna give you $700 to join my Real Estate Wealth Builder membership. And what that's gonna look like is I literally charge now $799, $799, basically $800 to start and join my Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. My group coaching, the courses, and the student community, all of our contacts, the property managers and areas that we invest, all their mortgage companies like we give that all to you. And I'm only going to charge you $99 to get started. You know, I'm going to give you $700. Most people are paying $700 or $800. They're paying $799. But for you, I'm going to invest in you. I'm going to give you $700 off of the membership, the join fee, it's only gonna be $99. But here's the thing, you need to invest in yourself. And I have hundreds of students that are investing in themselves at the higher price point. But because you're a podcast listener, I want to give you the join fee $700 off the joint fee for only $99. And you might be thinking about the cost. And oh, man, it's still $100. Well, Of course, it's $100. You need to invest in yourself. Remember, if you are not going to invest in yourself, who will? I know I won't unless you invest in yourself. And this is how it's gonna be. By Friday at midnight, I am going to give you $700 promo code to get $700 off of my Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. Go in the description. And if you go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash wealth builders. It'll be in the description, and you use the promo code START. You just need to get started, S-T-A-R-T. I'll put that in the description. I'll literally give you $700 off what everybody else is already paying because you are here. It's another thing I can do to celebrate the one millionth download of my podcast because I want to see you succeed in your real estate investing. So you're going to get all the courses and the coaching, the group coaching. You're going to get me and the student community, all of our contacts and everything. We want to fast track you to investing in real estate. I want to see you within 90 days have a property owner contract where you're going to be making over $250 a month in passive income. So by Friday night at midnight, the promo code is going to go away. Get $700 off. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash wealth builders and use the promo code start, S-T-A-R-T and get $700 off of the membership and enroll right away and change your life. Because remember, you and I, we're different because we know we have so much more potential than anybody could ever pay us. And now today, we're going to be talking all about how you can even invest in real estate with that full-time job. Let's say you join the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. You start learning, get group coaching. You even get all of our contacts and areas of the country to invest. We literally give you everything of what we've done so you can make sure it fits you and your business. And then from there, you could still work your job and buy properties. That's literally what I did over time because I had four kids and my wife would not let me quit my job if I didn't have enough money to provide for the family. I kept buying property after property. Now, I kid you not, that job was actually beneficial to buying more properties because I made more and more money. Now, I know just about every single person has a job, full-time, part-time, or whatever. I even do have some students that are retired, that they are basically living on Social Security and they still want to grow their business, they want to invest in real estate, and here I am trying to help them to get started even though they don't have a job. Now, I'm going to tell you that having a full-time job is actually fantastic in order to start a real estate business. Even though you and I both know that the word job is almost like a four-letter word. It's a job. It's horrible. But... The acronym of JOB, what I like to share with everybody, is that JOB is J-O-B. You're just over broke. I mean, your boss is only paying you enough to keep you working and not paying you too much that's going to be taken out of his or her pocket. If you're working for the government, they're only going to pay you just enough to keep you working and you're going to be like, man, this job is horrible, but I can't give up or I can't quit because, you know, I, I make enough money here. Well, if you're about to quit, you know, your boss might come to you and say, hey, you know, I can't have you quit, let me give you a raise. Well, why didn't you give me a raise like a year ago when I needed it? You know, and so your job is just overbroke. But uh, there are many great things about having a job. And I utilize them as much as I could as I built my business. So even though job is a four-letter word and stands for just overbroke, there are some good things about having a job and how having a job can actually help you build your business even faster. You know, imagine if you were on Social Security, you know, you're older and you're on Social Security, you don't have the ability to make more money or get a raise or anything like that. Well, it's harder to invest because you have limited funds coming in. So here are some good things about having a full-time job. So to give you a little encouragement, so number one, you have full time job security, you know, it's security in you, even though they can fire you at any time, you have the ability to rely on your job to bring money in. And on top of that, your money that, that is coming in could hopefully be able to save to invest and buy more properties. You know, if you're on a fixed income then that fixed income, you, it's hard to actually get more money to buy more properties. You have to figure out some uh, other you know, uh, unique and creative ways to find and buy properties. So you have a lot of security when you have a job. And that's one of the biggest reasons why people stay in jobs for their entire lives until they have to retire because they're a little old to, to keep working is because it's job security. It's security that money's coming in all the time. Plus, you have things like um, health insurance, a full-time job. Also, it fuels your growth for your investing business. Like it fuels the ability to buy more properties faster. You know, if you get a raise, do not spend that money. Like if you get an extra $100 in your paycheck every single two weeks, that's $200 extra a month. Don't think, man, I could go get a you know, another car or you know get a better car and spend that money. No, don't think like that. Think that that $200 is extra every single month that you can put in a, a savings account, a money market account, or someplace that you can touch that money in the future, pull it out, and buy an investment property. So the job that you have, use that to buy more properties, use that to fuel your growth of your business so much faster than you could if you did not have any extra money coming in. Here's another great thing, and I've used this over and over again. Now you've heard me talk about the BRRRR strategy, basically recycling your money over and over and over again, which I've done many, many times. It's so much easier to get loans When you have a job, as opposed to when you don't have a job, you know, when you don't have a job, the bank is going to look at you and say, how are you going to repay this loan? You could tell them, well, I'm going to use this loan to buy this property. And that person's gonna another person. I'm going to get somebody else to (laughs) live in that property. They're going to give me money every single month, and I'm going to give it to you. They would say, well, that's all well and good, but there's no proven track record that's actually going to work. Now, unless you've been an investor for quite a long time, like I have, they need something like a W-2 or your paycheck, two years of employment to prove that you're going to continually be working so that you can pay off the mortgage that you're going to be borrowing for them. So before I quit my job, I actually postponed quitting my job for an extra six months because I was working on financing four properties, pulling all the the money out of those all together to buy more properties. And I knew that if I did quit my job in the middle of that refinance process of pulling money out they would say, hey, what happened? Well, we're not going to give you the loan. And I really wanted the loan because I needed to buy more properties or I wanted to buy more properties. All that money, equity sitting in those properties that I already owned, it was just sitting there and I was not utilizing it. So I put it off six more months to quit my job in order to... Get that financing done. As soon as that financing was done, literally, I'm gonna say like the next day or next two days, I said, hey boss, I'm quitting my job. You know, I'll give you two weeks notice. And so I put in a two weeks notice and then quit my job right after that. It was a necessity in order to get my bank financing now. Now that I have quit my job and now what the banks do, they just look at your tax returns to make sure that you have money coming in. They just, all they really wanna do is verify that you have money that can repay what, they're, what you're borrowing from them. So I use my tax returns. So those are just a few things that are great about having a job. You know, you have constant money coming in. Like I would suggest, don't quit until you actually have enough money to replace your income. In order to invest in real estate with a full-time job, This is the biggest thing. So if you take anything away from this podcast, any big lesson that can help you literally change your life with rental properties, this is the key that I'm going to give you. You do not have a side business, like a side real estate, or I invest on the side. You do not have that. What I'm going to tell you is it's your mindset, switching from you having a job and then having a side business. Like, give you an example. If somebody, you stranger that you don't know comes up to you and you start talking to each other, you know, at like a Christmas party or some some sort of party, you guys are saying, "Hey, so what do you do?" and the other guy tells you what they do and the person asks you, "What do you do?" You don't want to say, "Well, I work for, you know, this banking company. Or I work for the government or I work for this or this is my job." Don't answer it like that. Or get that out of your mind that your first answer is what your current job is you want to get that out of your mind. What you want in your mind is that you are a real estate investor. So would anybody ask me before I quit my job, what I do for a living? I say, I'm a real estate investor. And they say, oh, wow, that's, that's great. What do you invest in? I invest in rental properties, cash flow every single month. So that cash flow every single month helps me to continue to build my business even bigger and bigger. And if the person asks you, so, you know, do you, is that your only job? You say, no, I have a side job. You know, I have a side job working for, you know, this company or that company. So what happens is you have a change of mindset going from being that person that has that job, like you're identified as the person that with that job to now you are a real estate investor with a side job. Even though the bulk of your money comes in from your side job, it doesn't matter. You are an investor. You are what you tell other people. And here's what happened to me. As soon as I made that shift in my mindset and started telling everybody, instead of kind of being like hiding it because I only have one or two or three properties, as soon as I made that shift and started telling people, no, I am an investor with a side job, it helped, so many more things happened to me where deals fell in my lap or money fell in my lap. Not necessarily money fell in my lap, but I had people wanting to give me money to help them invest and be a part of my business. So many great things happened when I started telling myself I am an investor. So I want to encourage you, if you take anything away, you are an, a real estate investor with a side job. Stop telling people, that you work for this company or this is your job over there. No, you are a real estate investor and trust me, things are going to change because that gets into your mindset. Now your mind has changed where now you are that investor. You are what you want to be. And that gets into our next thought of how you can invest in real estate with a full-time job is your mindset. Your mindset is what's going to actually get you to where you create deals. You get deals done. You get things done where nobody else thought it could happen. So here's a great saying that I really, really love. There's two of them that kind of go hand in hand. Number one, necessity is the mother of invention. So if you're telling yourself, I really want to quit my job. I'm tired of working for this boss. I'm tired of working this job. And it's a necessity. Like you are making yourself quit your job where you're going to find the way. And the second quote is where there is a will, there is a way you're going to find a way through that hurdle or through that roadblock or jumping over that hurdle. I kind of mixed those two, uh, analogies together, but you're going to jump over that hurdle or you're going to get through that roadblock because with necessity being the mother invention, like it's necessary, like you know that eventually at some time your job can fire you, um, or you can get laid off or something bad can happen or God forbid something happened to you. You couldn't work cause you were ill. Well, with necessity, there's a mother invention. So you gotta think in your in your head. In the future, I might not have this job, and I want to change my life now. Let me start working towards it. And where there's a will, where you saying, I in ten years I'm gonna quit my job, or in five years I'm gonna quit my job. Where there's a will, you will make the way. Because what's amazing is as you uh, put your mind to it, as you start thinking of how to get around these roadblocks you're going to see these problems start to dissolve in front of you because you figure out ways around them. That's the great thing about being an entrepreneur like us. As real estate investors, we're entrepreneurs. We see a problem in front of us where most people, they'd see that problem, they'd stop. What we do as entrepreneurs, as real estate investors, we see a problem, we see it as an opportunity. An opportunity to make money, to change lives, to make everything better. So it's really hard though, and I trust me, I've been there, where you don't have any properties right now. It's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel because really, you're not even in the tunnel yet. You're not even going because you don't have a property. Maybe you have one or two or three properties, and you see a dim, dim light at the end of the tunnel. You know, very, very small. You're getting a little, like maybe... $200, $300 a month every single month coming in from one or two properties. Well, that light gets bigger and bigger. At the end of the tunnel, the light gets bigger and bigger as you get more properties. So your mindset needs to be shifting from where you have a job and a side business to where now you are a real estate investor and you buy that first property. Once you buy that first property, you start running down that tunnel, and each property you buy after that, the light at the end of the tunnel gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Your emotions start to well up like, man, I just got to get more properties. This is fantastic. My life is changing. The more properties I get allows me to buy even more properties. This is fantastic, and this is what I want for you. I want to see this change in your mindset so that instead of giving up, no, you're dedicated now. Instead of, well, there's a roadblock and I'm stopping here. No, you're going to bust through that roadblock because you're persistent. You're going to keep going. And so with your mindset, you want to develop inside yourself a dedication, a dedication to getting this job done, getting this business built, buying that next property. Hey, I I don't have, you might be thinking in your head, I don't have financing for this property, this deal that I found. Well, that's a problem that you're going to have to figure out. You see an opportunity. How can I get past this roadblock how can I answer this problem? How can I get this opportunity changed into something that's going to be making me money? And the next one is persistence. Being persistent is one of the ways like I am I'm just stubborn. I'll just keep going and keep going until I make it work. That's just how I am and I know you're very very similar because we're entrepreneurs. We're going to get things done where most people won't. Now also, along with that, your mindset you need to change your mind and you need to change your understanding of how to actually invest. When I first got started, I had no clue how to invest and really, really honestly, through the school of hard knocks, I really learned exactly how to do it and I've made my business just a well-running machine where it runs without me. So what I suggest, along with your mindset, getting being dedicated, persistence, and making sure you have the will to get done. You need to get education. You need to get as much education as possible so that you can really get through those roadblocks without having to bang your head against a roadblock time and time again. Because if you get with somebody like me, like all my students, most, I would say majority, if not every single one of their problems that they come up with, I've either gone through it or I figured out a way around it. I've been in your shoes. And so all my students, when they come up and say, well, here's this issue, you know, I don't have financing here or here's this deal, but this seller wants this. And I'll say, this is what I've done. This is how it worked for me. And this is a way you could, I could have done a little better. This is a way that worked out perfectly. You should go this route. And so you need to have education and also get coaching, get somebody that's gonna help you get past this next hurdle that somebody that's already been there. You know, like somebody that's already through the tunnel, they're at the light at their, you know, beyond the tunnel, they're waving back at you, say, come on, you can do it. So get education, get knowledge so that when those roadblocks come, you already know how to, uh, you know, bust through them or jump over that hurdle. Get education in your brain so that you can get past that. All right. Now, here's a big one for lots and lots of people Listen, to my podcast. It's scheduling in the time to get this done. Scheduling the time to build your business. Now, I know lots of people are working, hopefully, you know, 30, 40, 50 hours, but some people are even working less or more. You know, if you're only working 20 hours a week because your job won't allow you to work anymore, well, you have lots of time to develop your business. But what if you're working 70, 80 hours a week because it's just that demanding? Well, I've been there. Trust me. I had had a business where I was working for the government, which I was working like, I don't know, it was like 10 hours a day. On top of that, I had a retail establishment that I was there basically from morning to night and in the middle had that job. So 14 hours a day, I was working. But in the meantime, on my lunch break, when I was working my job in the government, I'd go and do work for my real estate, trying to find new properties, trying to build my business. And so every single waking moment, I saw the light in the end of the tunnel. I said, you know what? I'm going to keep working towards that. Every single waking moment that I had that I wasn't putting into a business or to my family, I focused on building my business so I'm gonna be honest and, and say what I suggest this is what I tell all my students if you spend one hour a week um, you know building your business or learning that's not gonna be enough it's gonna take you a very very long time you know time is precious that's the most expensive commodity that you can spend is your time now wouldn't you rather have quit your job sooner rather than later you know if you can quit your job in 20 years then you're gonna to work towards that. But what if you could cut that in half and you could quit your job in 10 years because you spent more time studying, more time building your business? Of course, wouldn't it be better quitting your job 10 years earlier than you normally would or 20 years earlier? I quit when I was 37 years old because I pushed myself. I spent the time, I studied, I really tried to build my business as fast as possible. So this is what I t- I'm telling you right now. I would, if I were you, spend five to six hours each week building your business. I mean, when you think about it, five to six hours a week. That's one lunch a week. You know, if your, if your lunch at your work is an hour along and or your commute is an hour or something like that, but it's, you know, five hours, you have seven days a week. If you just took your lunch, you know, Monday through Friday, one hour of your lunch and build your business that way in that amount of time, you're going to have a business very, very quickly and run much faster. Now, if you're thinking some people may say that they don't have five or six hours, well, here's the thing you need to make the time. I don't know where you're going to get it. I don't know how I got it. I just did it. I said, you know what? This is important to me. I'm going to make the time. It could be, you know, once you put the kids to bed, you spend an hour or two hours studying, building your business, whatever it might be. You need to make the time because honestly, this is important. You know, it's important to change your life. Now, if I didn't spend this time I would, not be quit. Like, I would not have quit my job in um, nine years. When I was 37 years old, I quit my job. And every second that I spent building my business before I quit my job is, is so worth it. Can't tell you how amazing it is to not have a mortgage. Like literally paying off your house because you have enough money coming in and not have a mortgage. And also not have to worry about bills. I mean, just imagine not having to have a mortgage, not have to worry about bills because money coming in, not have to work because you have money coming in. You have an automatic business coming in and bringing the money in. You, I, I, I just, I can't stress enough at how amazing life is when you have all these, when money's taken care of because you have a business. Spending five to six hours a week, you need to make the time to do that. Next in scheduling your time, you need to basically organize and become efficient in your time management. It could be where you also make it a routine where as you're driving to work, let's say you have a 30-minute commute driving to work, you're listening to the podcast or you're getting education or you're calling up mortgage brokers or you're calling up property managers. That's the time that you're doing. It could be, like I said, on, on your lunch break where you say, okay, I clock out. Let me grab my sandwich. I'm walking you know, out of the out of the office so you don't want to do work in your office probably. Um, you know, Eat your sandwich on the way out and then as soon as you sit down on a Park somewhere and on a bench or however it's gonna look like for you. This is I was actually outside, you know, underneath the tree. And so I made it so that it was a routine. Every single hour that I got for lunch, I ran outside, started building my business. So you need to become efficient as well as organized. Whatever you're doing, driving, you know, if you're driving to the gym spend time building your business. If you are outside mowing the lawn, spend time on your, like listening to my podcast or listening to books or getting education and coaching. You need to every waking moment that is spent doing something else. I, I would suggest develop yourself into the business. I literally stopped listening to the radio, like music for like five years because there were so many podcasts, so many books, so many things I needed to learn. And so I took all of that time that would normally gone to just, you know, kind of vegging out and not doing anything that, or not being productive. Instead of doing that, I made myself very productive. So try to become efficient with your time. Whenever you have an extra waking moment that you're not devoting to something else, like your family, your job, or something else, try to capture that time, become efficient and use that to build your business. Also, in scheduling your and having time management you need to put systems in place and organizations in place now it, we're we live in such a great time with so much technology that it is so much easier to invest in real estate and also with scheduling in the time in your life there's so many ways to make your time used more efficiently you know like evernote is a great place you keep all your notes inside there dropbox is another great one thing listen to a podcast but I want you to look out for tools that you can use, and you're probably already using these, but see how you can use these for your business to make your time much more efficient. You can schedule things better, and you want to make sure that your time is utilized the best. Now, this podcast, I'm not going to go, it's way out of the scope of this podcast to teach you, you know, the systems to organize and, you know, schedule a time. I'm sure you can figure that out pretty easily. What I want you to do is now utilize those things so that you can get your business built, that you can continue to buy properties, you can have other people work for you. This goes in the next step. When scheduling your time and thinking about how much time is spent on your business, think about how you can have other people work for you, how you can pay other people to do the work that you can do, but you pay them. I mean, everything from property managers. Like I don't manage my properties because my property managers do that. Um, You can have contractors, realtors, wholesalers, mortgage brokers. And this goes into the next step from scheduling your time and taking care of your time with investing while you have a full-time job. What you want to do, a big, huge suggestion is to build a team of others working for you. You want to have other people working for you day in and day out When you are sleeping, when you are working, when you're on vacation, when you're playing with your kids or going on a date, you want to have other people like property managers, realtors, like I said, mortgage brokers, bankers, wholesalers, contractors, handymen, plumbers, all these sort of people. Your job is to build a team of people that are working for you. The biggest thing that you can do in your business is hire others to do all the work for you. Now, I have a podcast episode that I want to give you. Go back and listen to my podcast episode number eight, where I talk about how you can build an automated business by having a team of people working around you. To listen to an episode, go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 008. That's the eighth podcast episode. You're going to learn how to build a team, who you want on your team, who are the, the must-have people that you need on your team, and then also the nice-to-have people, you know, if you build it even further than that. And so go back and listen to that episode or go to the podcast show notes, and I walk you through everything there. So what you want is to build a team of people around you. The next item in how to invest in real estate with a full-time job is money and finances. I know that's one of the biggest questions I get from everybody, from all my students, from all my podcast listeners, from everybody who reads my books. It's basically, how do you get finances? Like, how do you take care of the money? Obviously, you know, if I had a million dollars, I can go buy properties. Well, everybody could, you know, I didn't start with a silver spoon in my mouth. I literally built my business from scratch. I saved money, bought a property saved more money, bought another property, refinanced those properties to then buy more properties. So that's how I did it. So with money and finances, if I know that's most people have that issue. One, the first step is increase the amount of income that you make. Now, if you have one job and you think, well, I'm not making much money here. I'm just over broke because my boss isn't, isn't giving me more money. Well, go and ask for a raise. It doesn't hurt to ask her a raise, literally ask for a raise and say, you know, I think boss, I'm doing a great job. And these are the reasons why I'm benefiting you. And here's, here's, here's a tip. This is a tip outside of the scope of this podcast. But when you're asking for a raise, don't tell your boss the reasons why you need a raise. Don't tell him that because that doesn't affect him. He doesn't care. He or she doesn't care. You know, might might well, they tickle their ears. I'm like, Oh, he needs this. He needs that. Don't tell them that. Tell them the reasons why they need to give you a raise. Show them how you benefit their company or whoever you're working for. Show them why it's necessary for them to give you the raise. So here's what I wanna give you, this is the tip. You want to point out to your boss why they need to give you this this, um, raise, what benefit goes to them. And when you do that, it's going to make it seem like in their mind, like, man, we have to because this is going to benefit our company so much. I'm not sure you're going to have to figure out whatever your job is and whatever you're doing now, you're going to have to figure that out, but you have to figure it out well. And when you express the reasons why you need a raise, it's because it's going to benefit that company okay so increase your income it could be asking for a raise it could be driving for uber like if i if all my properties went to crap and i literally could not make any money I'm not getting a job. I'm going to drive for Uber or Lyft. I'm going to figure out you know, Uber Eats or I'm going to drive for Amazon. I'm going to do, uh, it, driving is, is a lot of it, but um, I'm going to do other things. I'm going to start businesses. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go sell things door to door. I am not going to work for somebody else because I had a taste of what it's like to be my own person. So with increasing your income, Go and get a side job. Go and get another, another. you know, if you're actually a delivery driver, you're driving for Uber or something like that, that's more time you can be learning. That's more time that you're making money and learning. So increase your income and increasing your income is so that you can save more money. Now, the next step after increasing your income is increase your savings amount. When you have money, it's so easy to buy properties. Trust me, it's so easy. It's super hard when you have, you know, to get seller financing or find wholesalers. I mean, that's much, much harder to do. Or if, you know, tax liens and all that sort of stuff. But if you have money to spend on the cash, it's so much easier and you get a big discount. So you want to increase the amount of savings that you do every single month. Put away $100. Like force yourself $100, even though you don't have it, force yourself to save $100 every single month. And then in six months, increase that to $125 or $150. The more money you save every single month, the more properties you will be able to buy and the faster you will be able to buy it. Here's another thing with money and finances. Cut expenses. Cut expenses. Now, I'm not saying this is gonna be forever, but you wanna cut expenses so that you can save more money to buy more properties. Now, I cut so many things out of my expenses way back when I first started, now I have them put it, put back in, like, you know, buying coffee or going out to dinner almost every, every other night. Like I cut those things out because I didn't have money, but now that I do have money, I put them back in. So you want to cut expenses and it could be you're driving, you know, uh, maybe $600 uh, a month more or payment on a car not mortgage payment, but a, a auto loan payment, G- you know, give that car back or sell it, get out of that $600 a month or even $400 a month. You want to have a car that gets you from point A to point B and has as little money Coming out of your pocket as possible. Like I've told you many times, I still drive my 2007 Honda Odyssey. Even though I have plenty of money, praise the Lord, I have plenty of money that I could go and buy a car, but I don't because I don't need to. It's not something. It's like I cut it out of my system of you know having expensive things. And now that I have plenty of money, it's like ah, I'm fine without it. But who knows? Maybe in the next uh, few months, I'm gonna go buy my wife a car just because you know I love her and it's it's about time. Maybe it's time to do that. But you cut your expenses out now. And then you could put them back in later. So this is a huge tip. Cut your expenses so you can save more money. Now, the next part is continue to save and continue to use that money and invest that money so that when you quit your job, you have plenty of of that in eight cents of saving money in your system, continue to save until you actually quit your job like don 't go and overspend on you know something that 's just going to take money out of your pocket. I specifically remember a time where we had an opportunity to go to go to Disneyland with you know some friends or family members, and we said. No, we're not going to because we're saving money. I thought, you know, that three thousand dollars we're going to be spending at Disneyland—that's a whole property that I could buy. I could use that money to buy a property. Now, with money and financing, continue to save, but then also find other investors who may want to lend you money. It could be your family members, it could be your dad, your mom, or uh, acquaintance. So, with you telling everybody that you're an investor, somehow that whole—you know—just it's really neat how people in networking they start thinking, "Hey." I don't want to do it, but I have money that I can invest through you. Would you want to do that? When you get to the point where I am, I have people asking me all the time, like, I have money. Can you invest it for me? Or you know, are you buying an apartment complex? Can I invest with you? I'm like, so. And anyways, I have a huge long list of all the people that I could reach out to when I'm buying a you know like a ten million dollar apartment complex and say, hey, we got to raise um, two million. You know, how much money do you want to put in? Do you want to get a, a percent equity in a stake in the property? So. As you become an investor and you get more and more into it, more people will want to give you money. So be talking to other people about how they can invest with you. Now, another thing, when you're building your business, you're talking to mortgage brokers. In money and financing, keep talking to mortgage brokers, seeing what they need from you, like what your credit score needs to be, how much money you need to make, how, how they, you know, what they need from you in order to be able to give you a loan for a property. Now that moves on to networking. You need to network with other people. Find a Real Estate Investment Association group that meets together in your area. More than likely, they will. It's a R-E-I-A. Like if you just type in R E I A in a search, uh, internet search in your area. Like if you're in you know, Oklahoma type, or, you know, let's say Tulsa type in R E I A Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you'll, you'll probably find one in your area. This helps you get around other investors that you're going to be able to, you know, rub elbows with and sharpen out each other's ideas and maybe find deals there and find other investors to work with. Now with Master Passive Income and the course, the ultimate real estate investing course that I have, it comes with a real estate investing group that I have all my students a part of and we're all working together trying to help each other out and I'm in there answering people's questions as well and so we're working together to build businesses together. Now I want to give you, after we've gone through just all that, I want to give you a step-by-step process that I would take and that I actually did take to buy my first property. Number one, I needed to find an area to invest in. I needed to make sure I was investing in a place that actually had a good cash flow, a good cash return. And for me, I was in California when I started investing. And the first place I bought was in Ohio. And it was because they had good returns. I could buy a property for fairly inexpensive money or fairly cheap. And it gave gave me a lot of money, passive income coming in. So first one find an area to invest. Number two, once you find that area to invest in, you see that there are plenty of properties that you can buy and you continue to build your business, you want to build a team to work for you and work in your business. So where you're going to go and start investing, make sure you find the property managers, the realtors, the wholesalers, the mortgage brokers, all that sort of stuff. You want to build up your business in that particular area so that when you do buy a property, you find and you buy a property, then you have your team immediately jump on that property and start working for you where they're fixing up the property, they're leasing it out, they're getting that tenant in there, they're collecting rents and you have that business already running. So I never buy a property until I have the business already running. Next thing, after you build that business, you know, first one, finding an area. Number two, you're building the team around you. Next step, number three, is to find a property. Really utilizing wholesalers, like I said, utilizing realtors, zillow.com, craigslist.com, all these different places to find a property, analyzing the numbers, and making sure that you're gonna make passive income every single month. And once you do that, once, after you have all that, everything in place, you buy the property because you have the mortgage broker, you, know, you have your savings, and then you buy that property, then immediately have your property manager fix up the property. Fix up the property, get it ready, start listing it for for rent, and then you also find a good tenant. The next step would be really find a good tenant. I'm going to strongly suggest you run a background check. Never, never, never. I'll say it again. Never, never, never place a tenant unless you run a background check. Now, if you use Cozy like I do, it's a property management system, and go there, You, it's completely free to you. It's fantastic. Masterpassiveincome.com forward slash Cozy, C-O-Z-Y. If you go there, you will be able to utilize their service, put your listing of your property for rent. And anybody who wants to rent your property, you can say, you know, make sure they do a background check and the tenant pays for the background check. You get the background check and you can see if this tenant's gonna be a good tenant for your property. So use Cozy, fantastic, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash Cozy, get yourself running good background checks so you can find a good tenant. Here's the last step, super simple to say, but harder to do. Do the process all over again, like literally, do it all over again. It's it's a rinse and repeat type of business. I now because I have my businesses set up in certain areas, it takes me literally 1 to 3 hours from finding a property to getting it rented and making money every single month because all I need to do is find a property. Actually, people bring properties to me, so sometimes that doesn't even take any of my time. But I run the numbers I make sure I get the financing set up or my cash or however I'm gonna do it and buy the property. So it literally takes me at most three hours to find a new property that makes me money every single month. Now, this has been hopefully a great way to show you that you can invest in real estate with a full-time job just like I did. And now, it was nine years later, I quit my job. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course, text word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching, get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya.